What's your mama call you? What's your mama call you? That's what I'm going to call you. <laughs> My mama called me a little shit ass, but you know what I'm saying? Like, you know, you know <laughs> that's what she want to call me too. It's cool. It's cool. Microphone check. Does my mic sound nice? Uh. Yes, it does. Welcome to this week's episode of It's About Damn Time, where we change the narrative by changing the perspective. I'm Jared Dam, and it's about damn time to have another conversation that changes the way you think and perceive things. The only question is, are you ready? Welcome to this week's episode of It's About Damn Time. I am Jared Dam, and I am here once again in the building, the virtual building, because y'all are listening to me through your headphones or speakers. or y- y- Y'all know who y'all listening to me. You ain't got to really have me break it down where you actually listening at, but I am glad that you are here another week here at It's About Damn Time, and y'all... I am on a road to building a better me. That's a new hashtag that I have kind of embraced this week. So if you follow me on social media, which you should really follow me on social media, especially uh, the whole damn show. And it's about damn time pod on IG, on Facebook. I'm everywhere. I'm everywhere. So it's about, it's about damn time pod and the whole damn show. I have recently shared that I have been working on myself physically for about two months. I really didn't want to start sharing like, hey, I'm in a gym, you know, I'm doing my thing or I'm working out or I'm walking because you know, people fall off. <laughs> and so um, now that I've been doing it for, you know, over two months, I'm like, okay, now it's time to, to make the proclamation and and uh, try to get some additional tips because I don't want to hit a plateau. Well, I've kind of hit a plateau-ish, but you know, I'm feeling good. And that's the important thing. I'm feeling good. Hopefully, hopefully I'll be looking even better uh, soon enough. But I'm going to, like I said, I'm in, a, I'm in the process of making a better me. And, that, and that's me overall. It's not just the physical. It's not just the, the mental. It's the emotional. It's all of that. And I've learned two lessons this week. And one is it's about the physical and, and taking, you know, more responsibility for my physical health. So trying to incorporate different things this week i'm actually trying intermittent fasting Whew. today was the first day thought i was going to die that was rough but you know it, it was cool it was cool it was cool i got up early you know did some cardio set the tone for the day and um that felt good uh, so from my physical standpoint that's how i am feeling uh now far as a mental slash emotional thing, I'm trying some different things there as well because everybody knows who knows me, knows that I am a people pleaser and I will tend to gravitate towards pleasing people than, than me actually doing things for myself. And, you know, it's, it's that, it's that word being like, nah, and that's, was hard. It's hard. It's hard for me to say it. It's hard for me to deal with the repercussions of it because I feel like I'm disappointing people when I say nah. When I'm like, hey, you know, 
I got to make the sacrifice here. I'm doing this. I'm doing that. It's hard to say no and not have some sort of feel bad about it, especially when you know um, that individuals that you say no to are upset. But um, I had to say no a couple times <laughs> this week. It, it was not pretty. It was not pretty. Uh, mostly for me, <laughs> if I'm being honest, mostly for me. Because it just kind of eats away at me. But, you know, I am on a journey here. And I'm trying to push forward. And I got a lot of shit to do. And and, and, and why not? I I have to... I'm going to get y'all my business a little bit. I got I to gotta produce this week's podcast and next week. Because, as y'all know, next week is my birthday. I, I'm not doing anything after Friday. I'm letting y'all know right now. I ain't doing shit after Friday. Um, it's, um, I might, I might pamper myself this upcoming weekend. So, uh, more to come on that. Uh, <laughs> probably you'll be able to see the stories and post on again, the whole damn show. That's D A W H O L E D A M N S H O W. And of course it's about damn time pod. I am trying to learn to live life unapologetically. Just like my guest this week, segue, segue to my guest this week. I am talking to Steffi Kiss from the Autism Mommy podcast. Very happy to have her on. Um, I've been a big fan of hers. And, and towards the end of the conversation, I do geek out at all the talented things that Steffi does. But um, it was a real pleasure to have her on. Um, again, we're we're talking autism of course because she's the autism mommy in her podcast and of course it's autism awareness month for the month of april so i want to kind of highlight that and highlight her podcast you should listen available on all podcasting platforms and of course we get into some of the things that she did because Steffi had to go through some some transitions and i'm going through transitions in my life so i want to kind of just you know see where she she is mentally on that Maybe steal some shit because you know I'm quick to steal some shit. I will tell you that I stole it from you, <laughs> but I will steal some shit. So I love this conversation. Y'all sit back, relax, listen to Steffi kissing me. It's about damn time. I don't. I don't really know if this 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 lady knows that that we that we really are like real friends. Like I, I think she think we like Instagram friends, and you know I I met them in Clubhouse. But in my mind, like in my mind, like like we like we tight, we tight. Well, but I am here with Steffi Kiss. Steffi is the host of the Autism Mommy podcast. It is not your typical ASD podcast. Steffi's primary focus is making sure all moms, especially special need moms, know that they are not alone and should focus on pouring into themselves. And she does such a great job with that, Steffi. Thank you for being here. Thank you so much for having me on. I really, really appreciate it. Oh, no problem. No problem. So one of the reasons I wanted to have you on, well, there's a couple of reasons. But one, because I know that April is National Autism Awareness Month. And, mm -hmm. you know, I got I got the autism mommy right here in the building right now. <laughs> so I wanted to kind of just the, the touch on that, bring awareness to that. Because mm -hmm. I'm not gonna lie to you, I am not as knowledgeable about autism as 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 I, I feel like I should be, and I feel like you know your podcast and other podcasts 
that are out there, but especially yours because I listen to you. Uh, <laughs> but other podcasts <laughs> that are out there is, is just it's just showing you know everything about you know autism and 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 how how not only the individuals that deal with it, but you know the support system they have around and, and how they deal with it. So, mm-hmm. um, talk to me a little bit about what's what's life like as a um, autism mommy. So um, I just want to say, first and foremost, don't feel bad about not being knowledgeable, because to be honest, I didn't know anything until my son was diagnosed. Mm. You know, I've heard of it. You know, um, celebrities like Tony Braxton and Holly Robinson Pete have spoken about it, you know, for years. But I never it didn't it didn't affect me. So I never really put too much thought into it. So I just want to say, like, don't feel bad for not being knowledgeable. Um, I just think my. My mantra is to just, you know, spread a little bit of awareness, but also once you meet one person with autism, you really only met one person with autism. They're all completely different. It's a spectrum. So you can, you can talk to somebody for months, years, and maybe not even realize that they have autism. Um, and then you can meet someone and can tell right off the bat me, for me, it's a little bit easier because I can kind of pinpoint, I'm always watching, you know, I'm always analyzing. Um, so I can kind of like see when I see a little kid, I'm like, "Mm, he might kind of be on the spectrum. Um, but yeah, Ethan was diagnosed when he was two years old. And from there, I've just been trying to, you know, learn more about it, figure out how I can make Ethan's life, Ethan is my son, obviously, mm-hmm. Ethan's life more, you know, comfortable going forward, also trying to build his independence and things like that. So that's basically been my journey. But when I started Autism Mommy, um, it was kind of because I realized even for me, my life had become just about him and what he needed and like my day to day just revolved around that. And for a long time, I wasn't caring about myself. And I just want other mothers, fathers, caregivers, you know, aunts, uncles, friends, whoever is, you know, providing the support to these kids to know that it's okay to still focus on yourself. Um, There's a stigma that goes that, you know, like, your whole life turns into their life. Mm -hmm. But you have to remember you were a person first. And if you want to be able to provide them um, with the support that they require, you have to be at 100%. And if you're not caring for yourself, there's no way you can be at 100%. That's that's where that came from. No, it's it's true. Mm -hmm. It's it's true. And uh, I mean, I, I can, I can appreciate you for, for really sharing, you know, your experiences. Like I, I see, you know, on your on your IG, you know, how you and Ethan just, just get along. Like I that just just the the journey that you're documenting via IG, which you know you can you can follow um Steffi Kiss on IG. It's gonna be in the show notes, so you can click that link and follow her as well as Autism Mommy Podcast. But um I, it it really I I and I think that's why I connect with you because you were able to show that journey. So even though technically fine technically this is my first time like like seeing you and talking to you virtually because yeah. you know outside of clubhouse <laughs> um technically that's the that's the case but i i do feel a certain closeness because i'm on i feel like i'm on that journey with you so i can i can mm-hmm. definitely appreciate that 
and, and learning more about autism. Um, what do you what do you think is some of the most um, the biggest misconceptions when it when it comes to uh, autistic individuals and when it comes to um, the care the caregivers that 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 have to you know well that that choose to and, and have to and want to you know deal with um, those autistic individuals. I would say the biggest misconception for the children or the kids or young adults or adults even is that they don't understand how you're perceiving them. They don't understand how you're treating them. That is a lie. Um, They can tell when you're looking at them with just like, you know, like, oh, what are you doing? Or Mm -hmm. judging them. Like, just because they don't show that they understand doesn't mean that they don't understand. Um, These people are very empathic. Um, Mm -hmm. they read off energy very easily because that's their way almost of understanding and communicating. Um, some of these people don't have the communication skills that we're used to. You know, some of them are nonverbal, limited verbal. Um, so they read off of energy. And I've noticed that, especially with my son, First of all, Ethan is my like beaker when it comes to like bad energy. If Ethan doesn't like you or doesn't fuck with you, I'm not going to fuck with you because I just feel like he senses something that I'm not sensing. Um, so that that's a big misconception that they don't understand how you treat them or how you feel about them. As far as moms or caregivers or whatever, I would say the biggest misconception is that they can't be people. They can't be, you know, people who like to have fun. They can't be people who like to go out. They can't be people who are, you know, social or even sexy. Like there's this huge stigma, especially in the autism community. I had um one of my friends from New York, another Stephanie, she was on my podcast, uh, Do I Look Fat this past spring? Well, last spring now, because it's spring again. <laughs> This year just flew by. Um, and she was a like bartender, bottle girl in the Bronx and in New York City. And when she decided to share her journey as being an autism mom, she a lot of people would tell her that, you know, you can't post the pictures that you were posting before. You can't wear the outfits you were wearing before because the autism community will not take you seriously. And to me, that's bullshit. Like you can be a great mom. You can be uh, an amazing caregiver for your child and still feel sexy. You can still be your own person. So that's another big misconception. I feel like. See, I I, I like those. I've, I've, I've heard you speak uh, about how, uh, you know, Ethan can, can, can feel that energy and, 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 Mm -hmm because he is so empathic and you and you feel like you actually I guess because you you know you're so nice you get people the benefit of the doubt and, and you and you open yourself up especially in, in you know in, in your dating chronicles that you you've, you've highlighted there <laughs> on on Twitter and, and IG but um your children being an, an empath for you um you know whether they're special needs or not is I think it's really important Brooklyn always keeps me on my toes like she and she's and she's polite. So she's fourteen. Well, she well she 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 will be fourteen in, in like two weeks or less than two weeks. But she's fourteen, and so even if she's polite, she just kind of gave me a look like, 
I mean, that is, is that who you fucking with, like right there? Like, that, that's, <laughs> that's really, really, like, mm-hmm. and and I, and I just and I can feel it, and I can because we're so t- we're so close, and we talk every day, and so I I look at her, I'm just like, all right, all right, I'll make the adjustments, you know. <laughs> so so I definitely yeah. get that, and I I absolutely love that you are spreading what you're spreading as far as your message goes but you do it your own way and you're still you still Steffi kiss mm-hmm. and i think i think that's that's important for 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 me um to, to just see that and all you know as a as a fan of the show as a fan of yours but it's also important for me to see it um as a creative and a podcaster because mm-hmm. um for for me you know this podcast is is all about you know changing mindsets and, and mindset shifting and, and 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 thinking outside the box this is what you've been looking at all this time let me give you different subjects so to open your mind up and mm-hmm. and it's hard when you you're quote unquote doing a positive podcast cuz you feel like you can't be you and you can't right. give every every section of you I'm gonna fucking curse on here. I'm I'm gonna say some 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 dumb shit on here. I'm gonna mispronounce words on here, and and I talk about sex. I talk about relationships. I talk about other th- different things. So that I'm going to be me because I, I can't be this person in this box this whole time. Because I'm because go- what's gonna happen is I'm gonna have a bad day, or I'm just gonna not fucking feel like doing it and i'm going to sit there and be go outside that box and all of a sudden these quote-unquote you know followers and fans that i have gonna be like well what happened to jared no it's always been jared this is me Mm -hmm. so i love the fact that you are unapologetically you at all times and also yeah and also being a podcaster being a creative like your listeners will pick up on you being disingenuous if you try to act like someone that you're not like as a podcaster, we have to understand the medium in which that we are, you know, talking to people. We are literally in their headphones, in their ears, in their minds, like as they're doing whatever they're doing for the day. You can pick up when someone is being fake, even if you don't realize it. You'll listen to a podcast and you're just like, I like the content and I kind of like what they're saying, but I don't like the podcast. And it could be just that you're picking up that this person is just disingenuous. They're not really feeling what they're saying. They're just saying things because they feel like that's what people want to hear. I'm not doing that. And I just feel like whoever wants to listen to me will listen to me. My, the people, my tribe, they're out there and mm-hmm. they will find me and they will, you know, connect with me. I love to, you know, speak to people who listen to my podcast all the time. It's just because they, if they listen to me, then I feel like they know what I'm talking about. Like, and they, I'm almost like a voice for them because a lot of them are scared to, to even show the things that I'm showing, you know? Right. So you just have to be yourself. You just, your people are out there. Mm-hmm. Stop trying to fake it. Yeah, yeah. Stop faking that shit, man. You know, whatever. You know, <laughs> here's the here's the thing. I just realized. Like, actually, I realized a couple of minutes ago. So because because I'm we're so comfortable, we're so tight with one another. I skipped the whole fucking icebreaker. Like I skipped the whole <laughs> icebreaker altogether. I just got into the conversation because I because I talked to you, but. I have to do my I have to do my, my top five. It's it's, it's become mm-hmm. standard here on the about damn time um podcast. So Steffi, I know you're in Florida now. 
but I know where you're originally from. You're from, you're mm-hmm. from, you're from the BX. You're from uptown. You know, <laughs> you're from the birthplace yes, of hip hop. So yes, I I gotta get your top five, and, and remember, it is your top five. It's not the mm-hmm. quintessential everyone's top five. Give me your top five best MCs. Okay, so um, I mean, I can't have a top five without Jay Z, obviously. Like, mm. duh. Mm. Um, American Gangster is my favorite album of all time. Oh it my is. God. So yes. I still listen to it to this day. You know. Um, so definitely him. Uh, another one can't say Jay Z if you don't say Nas. Mm. Point blank. Period. Uh, mm-hmm. I could still rap Ether word for word as if Jay Z fucked my bitch. Like it's. <laughs> <laughs> it just it comes out um let me see let me see i feel like i'm staying so new york but that's what i you grew can. up on yeah um hmm this one's a new one but i fucks with her cardi and mm-hmm. this goes into what we were just talking about being like fake and being disingenuous like cardi is so real mm-hmm. i've been following cardi since she was in her she was sharing a bedroom with jen um with hennessy Mm-hmm. in the Bronx with the red background and like I've been following forever when she would go get Lucy's from the store fucked up teeth you know rap on her head like I've been following her forever so when she came out with her first album I was just like yes this is it um so definitely Cardi I fucks with her hard I can't wait for her new album whenever that drops she's making us wait um who else who else huh Hmm. I feel like I have to think. I, I'm more of an R&B head, so I'm really trying to see who I like. I like Big Sean. Big Sean is cool. He's sexy, too. Um, You know, I'm a girl, so. <laughs> These are the things I think about. Um, hmm. Oh, and Pac. Mm. How, how could I leave mm. Pac out? Yeah. So... Is that five or is that four? That's five. That's five. That's five. There we go. Yeah. There we go. See, I like that. I like. <laughs> I, I like your top five. I like your top five. You know, um, I w- I I talked to. Oh wait, this is gonna be. I'm sorry. This is gonna be such a hot take. Okay. But if we're only talking music and we're not mm-hmm. talking shenanigans, I might have to trade out Big Sean for Kanye. Mm. Look, I get it. I get it. <laughs> I get it. Look. Con- Kanye is an asshole, but Kanye is so talented. He <laughs> is. So He's talented. so talented. And I, like, even in the gym, because um, we talked about this, you know, us going to the gym. I talked about you in, in, in the DMs. But mm-hmm. even in the gym, like, I got my playlist, and I'm just kind of just going through a shuffle on Apple Music, and Kanye um, would come up, and I'm going, I really want to listen. Yeah, this song goes hard. I'm going to listen to it. And, you know, so yeah. you can't. You can't deny, you know, what he does in, in, in as far as music. And I know people like to throw around the word genius, and then people get upset when you call him a genius because of some of the stuff he do. Yeah, you know, you know what? Music, he's a musical genius. It's, it's, you know, it is what it is. Yeah, I mean, sometimes being a genius means you're crazy, right? Because mm-hmm. you're trying mm-hmm. things that people would never try, and you know, you're putting yourself out there in ways that people never would. And 
you know, he also suffers from like mental health issues and things like that. So I think it's, it's difficult to try to separate the two, especially in today's world where, you know, social media and music is so intertwined. Like, so it's hard to separate the two, but there, there are songs from Kanye that literally still, when I listen to them, give me chills. So how can I not listen to that when it causes such a reaction from me? Exactly. Exactly. And I love what you said about American Gangster. So, ladies and gentlemen, if you have not listened, because it's slept on, it's slept mm-hmm. on. If you have it's not listened on. to Jay Z's American Gangster, as a matter of fact, when I go to the gym today, that is what <laughs> I am going to play um, throughout the throughout the entire time I'm at the gym. I'm just gonna have that on repeat because what he did on that album. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Such an Yo, amazing album. The composition, amazing. just yeah. the way it was produced, the the instrumentations and all of that. Like I love music like that. I'm yeah. I'm an old head when it comes to like that type of sound. I love mm-hmm. all different types of instruments in my music. Like I love that. So when I heard American Gangster, I was like, wow. So you could still be gangster and still have all these instruments in the background. Mm. Just it it just feels soulful it feels like it came from the 70s when it comes yeah. to like the production of it so it does it. yeah yeah it's, it's it's the same feeling um i get it's it's what bruno and, and anderson um mm-hmm. it's, it's that mm-hmm. it's that same feeling it's like taking the old school sound and then making it modern so it's it, if if you if you are fans of that type of music if you're a fan of that collaboration that's why you should listen to american gangster because mm-hmm shit is gangster i'm just, just yeah, for real. <laughs> love it for real. i love it i feel like i want to see the movie now too <laughs> i know okay so okay so it's american gangster day so obviously yeah. i'm gonna go to the gym i'm gonna listen to that and then i'm gonna come home after i shower because i don't, don't want to stink while i watch it i'm gonna lay in bed and watch american gangster see you have just planned out my day for me see this this is why i fuck with you on the real uh <laughs> i love it so okay so we're gonna take a quick break and when we get back from break um, I want to kind of dive in on why I kind of twisted your arm to be on the show because <laughs> you have went through such a transformation in the last year and it's inspiring and I want to fucking talk about it. So, <laughs> Steffi Kiss, Jared Dam, it's about damn time. All right, we are back. I am here, Jared Dam, Steffi Kiss, it's about damn time podcast and love that Steffi decided that she was going to be on. Uh, Steph, you, I, I don't even know what to call your group that I, that I met on, on Clubhouse. And I, and I keep saying it like, like I be like I'm still on Clubhouse, but whatever. <laughs> but what I, but during the time when Clubhouse was hot, mm-hmm. I, what a time. That was the time. That was the time. Um, I ended up stumbling upon, um, four of you ladies which now three of y'all have been on my podcast so now miss d you, you you're next I, I i got you i got you I'm, I'm reaching out very soon but um um angel amani you um and, and uh, miss d y'all were very encouraging and i don't know if if, if i said this on air or not because i talk so much with all these podcasts that i'm doing but you all i owe y'all a, a great debt um, I you all changed my trajectory as a podcaster. Oh, really? And um, I really appreciate. It. I was at a, I was at a, I was at a stage, 
Um, I think it was right after my first season. And, yeah, you know, you get a couple people that say, yo, I like your podcast. Look at you doing stuff there. You're doing big things. And I'm just like, yeah, whatever. <laughs> I'm, just, <laughs> I'm just, I'm over it. I wanted to, I, I was pretty close to quitting. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, you four were, were very encouraging. And, you know, and and, and be perfectly honest with you, I didn't really know y'all. I didn't really know y'all, y'all podcast. Y'all could have had like two more downloads than me. I don't know. But the <laughs> presence that y'all had um, just made me want to continue with the journey. And y'all, mm-hmm. it was always so encouraging. Um, y'all always uh, pushed me, even though I'm an introvert, to, to get on stage and start talking, which I, I damn near tripped up my words every time because I was so nervous. <laughs> um, I always get nervous, though. But I... I I really appreciate y'all. So like it was one of my it's always been one of my things that I wanted to have all four of y'all on just just, just trying to figure out a way for it to do it. Mm-hmm. And I want to take the opportunity to address that to you. Um especially because you have been so supportive um with with this podcast as well as parents after midnight um mm-hmm. with with me and and you know Omari. So um Thank you for that. So yeah. I appreciate it so much. I mean, you know, we just, we got to stick together. I, my whole thing with like this whole podcasting space is I never wanted it to feel like competition in a way. Like everyone has their audience, you know, yeah. people who listen to you can listen to me. People who listen to you mm-hmm. can listen to any of the other women that you've mentioned and it doesn't have to be like we have to compete. This isn't like the rap game, right? Like yeah. this isn't Nikki and Cardi beef, right? Like I, I right. don't want that. Um, right. So I just always try to be supportive. Uh, Imani and Angel, they are literally, I love them. I love them to death. Like to this day, like I still speak to them all the time and they're, they're amazing, supportive. Um, I met all four of um, the women uh, we were part of Idea to Launch with Carla M- Will Maris, and that's how we like started our podcasts and things like that. So just from there, like we just grew into you know colleagues and now friends and things like that. So it was definitely it was a good time. I I really I truly appreciate their friendships. It's been it's been great, and so since I've been following you for quite some time. Mm-hmm. I have seen some of the shifts that, that's been going on in your life. And so um, I think when you, when you start making these shifts, um, I I definitely was like, okay, I need to have Steffi on to talk mm-hmm. about this. And yeah. it's just a matter of time on when because you, you kept just making these shifts and changes. So every time I was like, okay, this is the time. And then you you make another shift. I'm like, okay, I'm going to let that marinate for a second <laughs> and then I'm going to come. So um, – I have watched so many different things from you. So I kind of want to get in, into each of those different ones and I'll just do that individually. Let's start first with the major one. Um, you went from New York to Florida. Mm-hmm. So um, tell me about that experience and, 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 and what made you shift from there. Cause, cause I, I, I've seen you and your content and everything and how you deliver stuff on podcasts mm-hmm. when you were in New York but it, for for some reason, it feels like Florida is, is agreeing with you, and yeah. you know you're 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 able to kind of just you know be more Steffi. So mm-hmm. talk to me about this experience. So 
I feel like the major shifts happened um, along with COVID, to be honest. So they all started in the beginning of 2020. 2020 is when I started my first podcast, the Do I Look Fat podcast. I started that in May of 2020. I was still working full time. So like you didn't even know full time Steffi. Like you met me during clubhouse time. So I was already home. Um, Mm -hmm. but you know, I, I was in the medical field since I was 19 years old. So like in there. Right. And then COVID happens and with homeschooling Ethan, I, I didn't feel comfortable sending him back to school in New York city because one New York city was like the epicenter of COVID. Um, they -hmm. were trying to send kids back too early. And then also they were doing this thing where it's like, well, they have, they we're not doing homeschooling anymore, but if somebody gets sick in the school, we're closing down the school and they're going to be home for two weeks. And it's like, as a full-time worker, I can't do that. <laughs> like, there's no way that that's going to work. So I ended up leaving my job that I was in at that point for, um, eight years in August of 2020. And that was a shift within itself, you know, becoming a full-time stay-at-home mom, uh, you know, teaching him from school, homeschooling him and things like that. But I did notice that once I did that, Ethan's progression just, it went faster, right? Like he was just, he was, you know, more responsive to his therapies. He was just more comfortable, I guess, not going into the building. I don't know what it was as far as like his school was concerned, but it was kind of holding him back. So Mm -hmm. when I noticed that, I was like, okay, this is a good thing for me to be doing for him. Great shift. But then also living in New York City, we literally get three months of like warm weather and sunshine, right? Yeah. (laughs) I hate the cold. I am a summer Mm. baby. My child is a summer baby. Our birthdays are two days apart in July, right? So we love the sun. We love the heat. We love the water, all of that. So from like October until like May, we were in the house every single day. We did not go outside unless we had to. So unless we had to do errands and things like that, or Ethan was going with his dad, we did not step foot outside that house. And, um, I had the, the worst bout of like seasonal depression I've ever experienced that year. And it was because I literally wasn't getting any sunlight. I wasn't going outside. Like the apartment that I lived in, (laughs) It was like a cave. Like we didn't get any natural sunlight in that apartment. Like it was just bad. So um, I was granted the opportunity to move down to Florida. And I was just like, fuck it. What am I doing in New York? Nothing. I'm literally in this house. At least if I'm going to be in the house, let me be somewhere where I can go into like a backyard or a pool Mm -hmm. or just Mm -hmm. enjoy, you know, the outside and all of that. So I was just like, you know what? It was something I always said that I didn't want Ethan to do his high school years in New York because New York, it's getting scary. And even post COVID, it's getting scarier. So Mm. I just felt like it was definitely the way to go. So in August of 2021, a year after I quit my job, I packed all of our shit and came down to New York. I bought my first car and I was just like, I'm out. And We've just been thriving down here ever since. He's in an amazing school now. He's doing great. And I just feel happy. You know, I'm stressed. Stress comes with life. But, you know, I'm not not depressed like how I was in New York. Yeah. 
So you know what that 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 natural sunlight thing is it's a real shit in seasonal mm-hmm. depression, and I've covered it a lot on this show as far as how I I did with mine, but. Um, it's something about those winter months and especially when you're in that colder environment. Like mm-hmm. it's it's a it's a struggle for me, seasonal depression in Georgia. Right. You know, in Atlanta and and you and to be in New York and I have a sister that lives um in Connecticut. Mm-hmm. And so she's like, Yeah, nobody's doing anything. Like mm-hmm. no like nobody was doing anything in the winter and and she it it's been a struggle for her, you know, mm-hmm. coming from Louisiana to, to that. So um, I used to live in Connecticut for a, a brief time and it was during the winter time. And that was before I knew anything about seasonal depression. Mm-hmm. And yeah, that shit kicked my natural black ass. Yeah. Like, like, not, like no other. We're not meant to be in those climates. I, I say this yeah. all the time. Like um, we are just not meant to be in that climate. You know, white Europeans and all of that. They like the cold, that Viking culture and all of that. Like, yeah, they like that yeah. shit. That's not meant yeah. for me. It's never. Mm-hmm. It was never meant for me. I just lived up mm-hmm. there because that's where, you know, my family lived and all of that. And I'm not, I love New York, but I only want to visit New York from the months of May to September. Other than that, mm-hmm. like, I'm good down here. <laughs> yeah. I'm fine. I get it. I get it. I feel the same way about Louisiana. Like I, I love Louisiana. Shout out to Shreveport. Shout mm-hmm. out to you know everything in in Louisiana. But I will visit um, during crawfish season, <laughs> so I can give you some crawfish. Which I need. I need to go uh, probably within the next month. I'll probably mm-hmm. be heading out there. You know, and so that's cool. But my mom asks me all the time, like, "Baby, you ever think about moving back?" No, ma'am. Absolutely not. <laughs> like, not no. Nah. I am no. Nah. No, I need you to stay alive forever because I don't want to come back here and deal with this house. I don't know. I just want to be, and I don't have to. I don't have to live, live in Georgia, um, but just not there. I yeah. just, I think I just kind of just grew out of that. Mm-hmm. So I get that. So I'm glad you brought up the "Do I Look Fat" podcast. So that that's where I originally was was hearing your ultra nice voice mm-hmm. on on that <laughs> podcast, and so. Um, it ended up being a, like a it, it started out as being like a, a body image mm-hmm. um, podcast, and um, I think I I think I was going towards the middle and the tail end of where where you were were changing things over because um, that's where I felt like some some parts that you really start coming out where it wasn't just I'm just, yes it's important as a creator to niche down but mm-hmm. I think I think you wanted to kind of just expand and do different things so what what prompted you to go from from do I look do I look fat to to autism mommy? Like what I know you kinda of talked about a little early on and kinda of, kinda of walked me through the whole process on how you how you got there. So when I started Do I Look Fat, it was mostly based on like body positivity and self acceptance and and just the the insecurities that you feel as a woman. Like that was my journey. That was my niche, right? And as I w- kept going, like, yeah, I, st- I still talk about those things on Autism Mommy. But yeah. my whole thing is, like, my biggest insecurity for a very long time was my motherhood. It was accepting mm. the fact that my child has autism, that he's not neurotypical, you know, like, like quote, unquote, everybody else's kids and all of that. Mm. So for a long time, that was a big insecurity that I had. And then I just came to realize, like, I started doing research, right? And I started looking up other autism-related podcasts. And 
all the ones I found were either like the scientific side of autism and, you know, what therapies you can do and having doctors on the show and this, this and that. And then also they were hosted by white people. There was no Mm. one who looked like me at all. Mm. Like I could not find one. So I was just like, well, what about a podcast for us? Like, I get it. We want to learn about our kids. We want to learn about what they're going through and all of that. But what about the struggles that we go through as parents, right? And I just wanted something where people like me, caregivers, mothers, fathers like me, could actually come and listen and it would resonate with them. But also, you know, focus on your kids, yes, but what are you doing for you? How are you showing up for yourself every day? You show up for your kids, you know, a million times over, but are you showing up for yourself? So that was like the inspiration for Autism Mommy. And, you know, you mentioned earlier how um, you were, you know, stressed with your podcast after your first season and you didn't even know if you wanted to do it anymore and all of that. Mm -hmm. When I was transitioning, I took a long break. From podcasting. Um, my last episode of Do I Look Fat was the end of June. And I didn't post another podcast episode until the end of December. So I took like six months off. Um, and just in that time, I was just trying to figure out, do I want to stay with autism? I mean, with do I look fat? Do I want to rebrand? Do I want to just expand on do I look fat? But then I was like, mm, I... I love Do I Look Fat. It introduced me to the podcasting world and space and all of that, but that's not where my focus wanted to be. So right. I just did a whole rebrand. Um, I kicked it off with uh, 25 Days of Podmas, and I posted a mini episode every day for the first 25 days of December. And that just like threw me back into gear. And we actually um, relaunched in the middle of March. So it's fairly brand new. I think we're like on episode five this week or something like that. And I've been loving it so far. The, the responses that I've had towards it and the, you know, the praise and all of that has been amazing. So I'm very happy for where I've taken my podcast journey. And I, and I'm glad you brought that up because I I want to kind of highlight the fact that even though we're, we're talking about how you're, you made these shifts and everything that, that they wouldn't just, you know, it's not just linear. It wasn't just like, okay, I went here, I went here, bam. Mm-hmm. Now, now I'm going on all cylinders. You, you took that time out because I, re- I remember that that break between between June and December, and and I I knew that you know you, all right, I'm you moving to Florida, you got to get readjusted and everything else like that. I remember, I remember you seeing a post, seeing a post from you where you were like, you know, I'm, you know, I'm taking, I'm taking this break, and I, don't, and I, and I don't think that you thought it was going to be that long Mm-mm. either, because like I got the sense from that post that, all right, you know, it might be like you know a few weeks for me to get adjusted, and now I'm gonna mm-hmm. start popping back off again, and it just, and it just, just kept rolling and rolling longer, and, but I, I love the fact, and, and this is, this is right around the time where you start getting a little bit more creative with your IG reels mm-hmm. as well because you were like because at at the end of the day you're still a content creator mm-hmm. and you and you have that bug for for uh, for creation and so um 
you were like, while you're trying to figure everything out and figure out how you're doing podcasts, that's where I start seeing, you know, Steffi kids really come out. Mm-hmm. So whether whether it was these these um, popular reels that you were kind of, popular sounds that you were kind of hopping on, mm-hmm. or you just doing your your different thing, or you just going live, mm-hmm. or in your stories, you're like you know, <laughs> you know, you you you'll talk about just you know. The, like the like the dating challenges. You'll talk about you know uh you know DoorDash. You 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 talked about so much that that it was like you still created that 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 lane for people who are fans of yours to still you know take mm-hmm. you in without without you know just being like well where she go she disappeared yeah so I do like the fact that you still was 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 able to do that um and I wanted I obviously I really wanted to ask about it because I'm nosy as fuck. And um, I was like, you know what? It, for me, I feel like I can ask more yeah. um, on a podcast <laughs> than in a DM. Like in a DM, I feel like I'm being nosy. On the podcast, it's content. It's content. <laughs> <laughs> so I did. I did. I, I did appreciate that rollout. I thought. I thought it was very, very unique for mm-hmm. that for that 25 days of pod. And it's like, mm-hmm. um, which made me look at your um intro that you put out here we go i, I read the, your intro off about you mean being the host of autism mommy podcast that's available on all podcasting platforms <laughs> you should really take a listen to it but i, I read that and i'm like why is she giving off like this half a half an intro like you do so much other shit other than just host a podcast like so i think the 25 days of podments what it what it showed me was how great you are at podcast production mm-hmm. And um, and I know that's something that that that, that you do. So, kind of tell me how you kind of start falling to that because you are good. And and I look, I look at stuff now, um, not from just enjoying it from a standpoint of that. Like I look at it as a fellow creative. Like what can I steal? Mm-hmm. And I, and I see a lot of shit that I want to steal from you. So I'm going <laughs> to be in your ear a lot in the next couple of weeks to try to figure some shit out. But tell me how you got into, into more so of the love that you have for podcast production. So. You know, you said that I do a lot. I do a lot. And I feel like for a long time, I've just been trying to find out what my creative outlet was going to be. Um, I did makeup. I was a makeup artist in New York. You know, I had clients up there. And um, I did like, um, it's not really SF, uh, special effects makeup because I don't do like the blood and all of that, but like I would do like body paint kind of situations. Um, it looks really good. I saw that. Yeah. <laughs> I, I was nosy. I was nosy this morning and I, and I went through it. I saw it. It looks really good. Yeah. You, you really are talented. Thank you. Thank you. Um, actually 25 days of Podmas was a thought that I had after I did 31 days of Halloween where I did 31 mm. looks for the month of October. So I was like, let me, how can I switch this and kind of do it for like podcasting? Right. And I was like, well, I can do something for like Christmas time or whatever. So that's where that came from. Um, As far as podcast producing, I feel like that came from just me trying to always level up my own podcast. So I'm also a podcast consumer, right? I listen to all Mm -hmm. different types of podcasts, not just like, I feel like everybody listens to like Breakfast Club and Brilliant Idiots and the Joe Budden podcast. And I actually don't listen to any of those, which is crazy. Um, but I like, like, for example, I like very niche podcasts about, I listen to like Harry Potter podcasts and I listen to like, I don't know if you ever heard of binge mode. 
I, I, I list, I'm re-listening to them now, actually. So they do like, you know, binge mode Marvel, binge mode Harry Potter, binge mode Game of Thrones and things like that. They're amazing. Mm. They're hilarious. But their production behind it is so fire, right? And, you know, they incorporate sounds and they incorporate music and all of that. And I'm just like, okay, I mean, I have the same equipment that they have. I can figure this out. Like, you know, so I would just go play around with things. Um, My mentor that I mentioned earlier from um, Idea to Launch, Carla, she has a, a production company called Idea to Launch. And she was looking for producers. So... I hit her up and I was like, hey, you know, I have time. I'm in Florida now. I'm home. You know, what do you need me to do? Um, So I started working with her in, I think it was like November, but it was really slow. I think she was just testing me out. She gave me one podcast to produce. That actual podcast stopped making content. So for like two months, I was just like twiddling my thumbs, like, okay, what am I doing now? And just randomly one day I hit her up and I was like, listen, I'm ready to take on more, like whatever. And this was around the time she produced, um, the new B Simone podcast. Right. So she, that's a big production. That's her like huge production for her. So she gave me three of the other podcasts that she was working on. And I've been doing that for like the past month or so. And it just makes me tap into my creativity in a way that I didn't think I had or could before. Mm-hmm. And on top of that, like when I when I try things with them, I'm like, okay, this sounds great. This you know level of production is amazing. How can I translate that and put that into my own podcast? So yeah. it's like it's a give and take as far as like my creativity. Like they inspire me, and then I can you know turn it into something for myself and it's just i'm actually loving it um i'm loving it more than i did makeup and i love makeup um so i think i'm finally coming into a space where i'm honing in on my creativity in a way that's productive not only for me but for other people and i can you know make money out of it so yeah I I love that. I mean, you gotta you gotta kiss a lot of frogs till you find your prince. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And and like you, I like trying to find different ways on how to be creative and creative outlets. And I'm just like, oh, I, I'm gonna do. I'm gonna have this website. I'm gonna do. I'm gonna do. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna do my blog post again. I'm gonna I'm gonna create playlists. I'm gonna I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm gonna I'm gonna be a, a TikTok star. No, I'm not. I'm not gonna be a TikTok star. It's so hard. But, it's so hard. <laughs> it's so hard. Like like. They make it seem so easy, but it's so fucking hard. Um, so, yeah, it, it's it's all these different outlets that I'm that I'm that I am I am trying. And for for me, the the behind the scenes side of podcasting is really what um, I start really gravitating towards. So when you 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 finding yourself in 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 production, I'm finding myself like production in the in the creation part and like you know you know brainstorming ideas like I'll, i'm gonna come up with an idea for anybody like oh, have you tried this they be like oh that's genius mm-hmm. and i'm like yeah i don't i don't know how it applied to me but you know i'll i'll, I'll damn sure will give everyone else ideas um but i love the fact that you are into that podcasting production piece i, I always tell people all the time when you go to edit a podcast it's like um 
a big slab of marble mm-hmm. or granite or whatever stone it is. I don't I don't fucking know. <laughs> but it's 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 a big stone and, and and you just chisel in a way to create this masterpiece. It's not just get on the mic, hit and record and talking. You gotta you gotta figure out how every every segment, every word, every conversation is going to relate for your your audience is gonna gonna take that in and relate to it. So it's 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 being really creative in a different way. Mm-hmm. Um and so you are seriously, you're really good at it. Um, I love your your clips and how you do different things. Like I'll just watch it. All right, side note. Side <laughs> note. I'll probably go, it's probably gonna make the podcast, but whatever. So side note, I was being those. I mean, doing research <laughs> on, on you this morning, right? And so I'm go. I'm scrolling through, looking at your your IG profile and of course you know because I look for like whatever additional questions that I may be able to ask mm-hmm. you that, that I don't really have on this on this sheet and when you were revving up for um, Autism Mommy mm-hmm. you had this camera in front of you and I guess you had a camera on the side <laughs> of you right yeah and so and so you were sitting there recording you got the you know the, the IG caption going and you and you, you kind of doing up basically the trailer um, for autism mommy, and then and then you like turn to the side, and then you looking at this camera, and you start talking, and you go back to this camera. I'm like, oh, that shit is so tight! <laughs> I was so excited. I was so excited. I was like, man, I have to steal so much from you. Like, I, I might have to set up like a monthly call yeah. to see what I can steal from you. So, like, it's 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 amazing when you look at creators to see what how you how you're inspired. So, I start seeing like different different things there, and it is just. Even when you do clips, mm-hmm. even when you do clips, I'm nerding out right now. Yeah, but yeah. even when you do clips, it's um, you know, just just the kind of the way of, of how you, how you how you're doing it. And I'm just like, yeah, yeah, I, I, that's where I need to go there. Mm-hmm. I need to take it, take it, take it up a notch. So you you were you were doing really great with that. So um, I, I I lost it. I just went nerd. I just nerded out. No, just, no, just no. Off, off your that's stuff. fine. Yeah. That's fine. Um, it actually made me think of something uh, that I had heard on another podcast, and I wish I could know what podcast or what I listen so much that I don't know mm-hmm. where I'm getting a lot of like the information that I'm downloading. Um, but you had right. mentioned earlier, like, you know, you have to kiss a bunch of frogs in order to get your prints, right? You're trying all these things. Yeah. You're doing the playlist, the blogs, TikTok, da, 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 da. And um, we've all heard the quote, Jack of all trades is a master of none, right? I've heard of that. Mm-hmm. But do you know mm-hmm. what the full quote yeah. is? There's more to I that. I heard that from you, but I forgot There's it. There's yeah. more to yeah. that quote. So it actually says, a jack of all trades is a master of none, but oftentimes better than a master of one because you're learning mm. so much, right? And you can take inspiration and all of this from other things and you can put it into what you're working on. So when I heard the full quote, I was like, you know, people always try to make it seem like, oh, you know, if you try to do too much, you're not going to really focus on what you're doing. But if you're learning right. so many other things, you're actually one upping the person who's only focused on the one thing. Yeah. So I I am so glad that you read the complete quote <laughs> because oftentimes it's so hard for me to you know, niche down. Like it, all the experts, Carla has said it many times. Everybody says, you know, you got to niche mm-hmm. down, and I and I get it. I understand the value of mm-hmm. it, but it's so fucking hard, right? Because I, I just, I'm just, I'm generally excited in it, you know, in in and want to do a lot of different things, mm-hmm. and and so you reading that whole that whole quote, you know, 
because beforehand I'll, I'll take that quote in and I'm like, man, I, I just suck. I need to need to focus right. on it. But yeah, I mean, it's that creative person that takes all those little little aspects and put it together. Mm-hmm. Because think about it, the times that you have been doing reels and the times that you have been doing these doing your TikToks, and yeah, okay, you're not a major TikTok star <laughs> yet. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, yeah, it's coming. Yeah, I got you, girl. I got you. Don't worry about it. You're not a major TikTok star yet, but those, but putting those videos together and those in the in the jump cuts and everything, mm-hmm. it's what you what you put into podcast production. Mm-hmm. So it it all it, it's all relative. The journey is so important, mm-hmm. and that's where I always try to remind people. And by people, I mean me. <laughs> <laughs> I have to remind. I can say it to, to people all the time, mm-hmm. but I, I always forget to remind myself um, that that it's the destination is fine, but the journey is is what's so important. Mm-hmm. And um, you're you're learning different things with this journey. So I get it. I'm, I'm glad you shared that. I'm glad you shared that. It's probably going to be the name of this episode, <laughs> Jack and Paul Trades. So you did that. You did that. Yeah, um, I try. I try. <laughs> so. I know, I know that you got a a lot more to do, um, so I won't hold you too long. But well, I do want to give you the opportunity to, um, you know, talk about everything that you have going on, promote yourself. You know, let let everybody know where they can find you, Steffi Kiss. You know, and all the wonderful things that you do. Yeah. Um. So as we mentioned many, many times, my podcast is called Autism Mommy. You can find me wherever you're listening to Jarrett's podcast. I will be there too. Just go to your search bar, mm-hmm. type in Autism Mommy, and I will come up. Um, you know, take a listen. I have, if you go back, you'll even get the Do I Look Fat episodes there too. So if that's something that you want to listen to, you, I always encourage people to go listen to those as well because I've had great guests on that um, show also. Uh, if you want to follow me on Instagram, my Instagram is underscore Steffi kiss S T E P H Y K I S S. That's my personal page. That's where you'll see me. That's where you'll see Ethan. That's where you'll see me bothering Ethan and him giving me the side eye and you know, all of that. Uh, Jarrett mentioned that I'm very vocal on my stories. I don't know when to shut up. For the most part. And, you know, since it's just me and Ethan at home, like, who else am I going to talk to? I'm going to talk to y'all. So I'll just randomly go on my story and I'll tell a story about something that happened, whether it's having to do with the podcast, having to do with Ethan and, you know, his day to day or... I'm also a door dasher. So there's that and that struggle. Um, And, yeah, I produce podcasts as well. If you want to reach out to me and have like a consultation or anything like that, you can reach out to me on DM or you can email me at steffikiss1 at gmail.com. That's the number one, not the word. And yeah, I think that's basically it. It's just a lot. It's a lot going on all the time. <laughs> yeah, I love it. See, look, look, look at you. Steffi Kiss Productions coming soon. Like you already pro- plugging it. Yo. Slide to these DMs. You want to get this consultation, or you you want to get this work? Yeah, you know, I'm. I always <laughs> so. say that I'm like an idea machine. Like I love to like. I'll have a conversation with somebody, and I'm like, "But have you thought about doing this?" It actually happened. I recorded a podcast mm-hmm. episode on Friday with this mom, and she's talking about she wants to write a book, right, about being an autism mom. And I'm like, "Yeah, mm-hmm. that's cool." But then she started talking about how she has like this planner that she uses, and she has all of her son's information. And I'm like, "Okay, wait, hold on." 
fuck the book. Have you thought about selling a planner for autism moms? Like, have you mm-hmm. thought about having a mm-hmm. template or something that you can like put out there and all? And she's like, I've never thought of that. I'm like, you gotta, you gotta make this work because I want one. As soon as you put it together, mm-hmm. send it my way. <laughs> so mm-hmm. I love that too. So yeah, you know, I do that all the time. <laughs> like, I, like, yeah, like I like, and, and I, and I have to figure out a way to monetize mm-hmm. it. So I'm, I'm, I'm like, I'm, I'm working on, you know, creating, you know, I'm a little late because I said I was going to do it in March and look at it. I just looked at the date. <laughs> shit. But <laughs> I'm working on, on damn solutions for that reason. And, it, you know, cause I'm, I'm really good at giving out those ideas to the point that all my friends would be like, will throw stuff at me. Like, what, what do you think mm-hmm. about this? So, so here I am brainstorming, coming up with stuff, Googling stuff, talking on the phone with them. I'm like, yeah, I could be working on other things. I, you know what? I should be getting paid mm-hmm. for this. I probably should be it trying to monetize It comes so naturally this, so. to you that you don't think like that mm-hmm. it's something that you can monetize, but that's really what people pay for because people, a lot, you know, not everyone's mind works in that way. Like, yeah, they have one idea of something that they want to do, but they have no idea how to like execute it. They have no idea what goes into mm-hmm. it. They have no idea the steps that they need, you know, and all of that. So. Yeah, you can definitely monetize that. Yeah, that's 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 what my business coach yells at me every two weeks about. <laughs> um, she just just yelled at me just just uh, uh, last night about about me putting some stuff together. So I'm like, <laughs> okay, as soon as I as soon as I finish editing, yes, mm-hmm. yes, ma'am, I will do so. So shout out, shout out, Coach Joe, um, mm-hmm. Steph. Thank you so much for joining. And so now, now you know. That we yeah. friends now, because then we had a whole conversation and yeah. everything. We exchanged texts and everything. So um, I'm just, you know, I'm just gonna be in Florida one day. But like, hey, what, what you doing? So I'm not gonna. I promise you, I won't drop in. I won't drop in. But I, I, I don't open the so, door for people who just drop in. Me and Ethan will be real quiet exactly. in the back of the house, like. Mm. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, I'm, I'm, I am going to sit there and come up with something because I, I need to, I need to get to yeah. a beach. And you make the beach look yeah. real good. So I need I need to get to a beach soon. But again, thank you so much for joining me this thank week. Thank you so much for having me. I really appreciate it. This was fun. Thank you for joining me this week on this About Damn Time. Hey, if you like what you heard, follow this podcast on Facebook, Twitter, and IG. And join the conversation on this week's episode. Link to all my socials in the show notes. You can also show love by simply giving me a five-star rating and review on Apple Podcasts. And of course, for more blogs, pods, and other digital content, go to thewholedamnshow.com. Until next time, I'll see you next week.